Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wrestle Now. Yes, one, we are once again back with your usual dose of wrestling news and information. But today we'll be talking about reviews and reviews now. So today we're going to be reviewing Monday Night Raw and to be specific, 2nd of May 2022 Monday Night Raw. So sit back, relax, let me do my turn. Okay, so we open. So the show starts, opens up with the ending of what happened on Friday night SmackDown, and then the bloodline makes the entrance. That's right, Roman Reigns, the Usos, and Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman, who gets on the mic and tells everyone watching to put their children down and stand on their feet now at the moment, as we get to a chance to revel in the greatness. About tribal chief Roman Reigns. This instruction goes to those in the crowd and those who are watching from at home. But then out of nowhere, Alki Bros attack, taking the Usos out with RKOs. Riddle gives an RKO, Alton gives an RKO. Then they leave the ring for Drew McIntyre. Rolling his sword, he enters, trade blows with Roman Reigns. Back to back, he'll uh, hitting each other on the turnbuckle. Drew McIntyre gets the upper hand. Then the Usos attack. RK Bro joins in and the Ace Chaos. Referees come out to try to separate people. And then we go to break. Okay, now we're back. We get footage of earlier of the Street Profits. You know, doing their thing. Then Ezekiel comes to introduce himself. Then Street Profits gives him a drink, which. I assume he's very strong. I mean, what do you think they drink? I mean, I'm going to assume it's alcohol because dudes be dudes, but what kind? Hmm. Oh well. And after Academy comes up to him or tell, tell him to be ashamed of himself for drinking on the job, then Kevin always joins in because, well, <laughs> he's a liar, not Ezekiel. Come on, I mean, who, who? I mean, come on. I mean, come on. Kevin Owens is taking this way too far, guys. I mean, come on. Dude, dude needs therapy. That's clearly not a lie. Yeah, it's a lie, but hell. <laughs> I like to revel in this. So, anyway, we get to match. Alpha Academy and Kevin Owens versus Street Profits and Ezekiel. That was a pretty cool match. It was a pretty okay match. Um, Jack Abel got the win, got uh, the pin on Ezekiel. So yeah, Alpha Academy and Kevin Owens win. But it looks like this rivalry between Kevin Owens and Ezekiel is yet to be over. Anyway, we see AJ Styles preparing for an interview. We go to break, we come back, and AJ Styles is being interviewed backstage. He complains that he had Edge beat at WrestleMania. Edge doesn't like to hear that. But then he got distracted. So he figured out so he figured he off the ante if he beats Damian Priest tonight. He'll be bad from ringside on Sunday. Good, good idea. That's actually a great plan. Like, saw the plan right there. And we get a recap of Sonya Deville versus Bianca Belair from last week. And we see Adam Pierce and Deville are chatting backstage. And you know, so and Deville says she yeah, saw nothing wrong with her with her behavior. Pierce says her upper management has a problem with her behavior. 
So Adam has put together a trios match for tonight. So he wants to make it a no holds bar. But Ampia says tonight she has no official power. Thank God. God, I don't know. Like, I guess it's a good thing. It's making her more despicable as a heel. <laughs> I was just hating on her for real. Like, seriously, th- when she slapped Selena Vega and Camilla, two heels, may I remind you, last week, I was pissed off. Like, for reals. So, yeah, that match happens later tonight. And Via Mahan makes his entrance, and we go to break. We are back. And Brian Saxton is in the is in the ring to interview Via Mahan's next victim. I mean competitor. <laughs> Who says he signed up for this match because he's always wanting to compete in his hometown, yeah. And his dream comes true. So we get the match Via Mahan versus some dude Jabba black guy. Dude. And Via wins by a submission. After the match, Via, attack, Via Mahan attacks one more. Shocker. Honestly, not too much of like, not too much of a shock. Honestly, mm. wasn't all that good. And I just don't like squash matches. Anyways, the Empress makes his entrance. We go to Bray. Come back. Edge is on the mic. Introducing himself and Priest as Judgment Day. Nice name. You know, um. Makes fun of the crowd, talk, calls them dummies, makes fun of the sports team, and the usual heel antics. For a while, and then AJ Styles finally interrupts him. So we get AJ Styles versus Damian Priest. And it was a really good match. It was a really good match. I recommend you guys check it out. And it was real uh, good. Nothing too much happened and AJ Styles won by disqualification. Because yeah, Edge is the ring and he he and Bill Priest beats um, AJ Styles down with chairs and shit. And he looks like they are go- he's going and Edge looks like he's going to destroy AJ's arm with a chair. Then Finn Balor comes in, makes a stave, beats up Edge and Damian Priest. They throw up the two sweets, and that's that. Then we go backstage where almost MVP are chatting. It's sounding like almost like, I'm breaking, and I'll break him. I will break him. I'll break him. <laughs> Cedric Alexander rolls up. You know, talks to try to sweet talk MVP. You know, blaming Bobby Lashley, talking about her business, saying you know Lashley is the one that held her business back. MVP says he appreciates why he wants to renew an association, but he's moved on to bigger and better things ever since I'm bigger. <laughs> Alexander says it's just him, and he just wants to show what he can do in a match against Bobby Lashley. MVP gives his word that he'll be watching. Now, we get, now the Miz makes his entrance. We go to break. We come back, and the Miz gets on the mic and walks on us too. Miss TV he says he likes to be the bigger man, you know. Wants to give his guest Mustafa Ali to come out and explain himself. Enter Ali for a while, then, like at some point, his music just stops suddenly. The means welcomes him and calls him Must. 
I guess that must be for must see. And uh, he asked Mustafa if he could call him Moss, but then Mustafa's ring isn't working. Mustafa's mic isn't working, sorry. <laughs> Miz runs him down and tells him not to go to, quit to Twitter and complain. I think Elon Musk wouldn't like that comment. <laughs> and finally... Ali just, you know, Mustafa Ali just, you know, seizes the Miz's mic and says only things he has, and says the only thing he has to complain about is that the Miz still works there. And the Miz tries to counter, but the mic he's holding isn't working because, yeah, <laughs> he grabbed the wrong mic from Mustafa. Then we get Austin Theory, or rather Theory. He says he actually has something to say and calls Ali a schmuck that's trying to make a name of Miz again tied to match hand to him on a silver platter. Imagine that. But he doesn't deserve it. Mustafa says they talk too much. And I agree, I was trying to get tired of the point. And he wants an opportunity to fight for it. Theory says he talked to Mr. McMahon. Ali gets a match against him tonight to win win a chance at the title match but he's not gonna win because Austin is the youngest United States champion in history and he doesn't think Mustafa can handle the heat Ali says if anyone can handle the heat is him then Thierry you know tells, tells the Miz that he feels sorry about you know the fact that Mustafa beat him last week and is offering and makes the match a handicap match, Miz and Thierry versus Mustafa Ali. Eh, okayish, pretty okayish. I mean, for storyline, cause I assume this field will go further. I guess you should see it, but like, it wasn't all that exciting, really, and it was real short. Well, yeah, uh, Austin Thierry and the Miz win with score crushing finale from the Miz. And after the match, Tommaso Ciampa attacks Ali and leaves in line. Hmm. So I guess this isn't going to. So I guess he, Mustafa Ali isn't in going to be part of the United States title picture. Will he? I don't know what Tommaso Ciampa, I'd rather, what Ciampa's aim is here, but I don't know. Hmm. Uh, we'll see. Well, we'll see how it goes on. But yeah, they're definitely, none of them are going to. Uh, yeah, none of them are going to. WrestleMania backlash. Yeah, definitely not. And also, we see footage of Dana Brooke and Reggie bickering backstage from earlier today. When they run into our true Akira Tozawa and Tamina, Brooke demands an apology from Truth because you know Truth tried to pin her, yet she trusted him. But Truth played it off as trying to win the title was a test, but then he still apologizes. Then Nikki ASH attacks. She pushes Truth, Tamina, and Tozawa and Reggie somewhere. Like, Lord knows that she literally pushed four of them out of the camera and was able to pin Dana Brooke. Like, where did she push them to? Like, how hard did she? She is stronger than I thought. Anyway, she wins the 24 7 championship. After the match, Dana wills at Reggie about how he was supposed to protect her and demands that he get her a rematch tonight. His marriage isn't looking good right now. And Dana Brooke makes her entrance and we go to break. We come back. It's Dana Brooke versus Nikki A.S.H. 
for 24-7 title and of course the rules concerning the 24-7 title are hereby suspended all the normal 24-7 title wrestlers that are true to Zawa, Tamina, Reggie around the ring. Pretty short match, quick, just like every 24-7 title match. And Dana Brooke wins the title. Shocker. Anyway, after the match, Dana Brooke dodges a few attacks, kicks off a pin from her husband. Seriously, Reggie, what the hell is wrong with you? She gets on the announce table and tells him that she wants a divorce, understandably. Now backstage, Becky Lynch is interviewed. She asks if anyone knows how brave it was of her to admit that she had hit rock bottom only to have Oscar, the man who she the woman who she literally literally handed her title to come out and disrespect her at her lowest point. And she has a good point there. Uh, you know, it's always weird when, like, the, you know, the heel, uh, like, you know, the villain has, like, you know, strong logic to whatever they're saying. Oh, God, I love Thanos. <laughs> you know, she gave the title to her saying, you go be a champion, I will go be a mother. And says Oscar didn't hold up high end of the bargain, you know, was running away. You know, ran away when Becky returned, but now that she's down her luck, she's uh, she's back. Despicable Oscar, despicable. Anyway, Severus makes his entrance, and we go to break. I guess he's way too busy to console his wife, husband of the year, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Severus gets on the mic on the spotlight and laughs at about his joy of being in the spotlight. Personally, I feel like this is the best suit he has ever worn since he got this gimmick. He says that WrestleMania Backlash will show the world why he can't steal his spotlight, cause he is the spotlight. Some of us have forgotten how just how good he is, but he'll remind us. And then enter the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes. I always enjoy that entrance. Ryan tells Cody that he doesn't belong, this is his appreciation, so unless you come bear, bearing flowers, leave. But you know, Cody says some good things about Seth, you know, seeing how he's, some, he's one of the greatest of the past 20 years, and that he's also probably delusional. But then, yeah, like, Seth's like, I'm delusional, says some bad things about Dusty Rose, calls Dusty delusional, calls Cody delusional and eventually Rollins throws the first punch they brawl Roddy his back he's the road Cody cutter and Seth runs away leaving his um, jacket behind which Cody throws into the audience I mean lord knows me I don't know what I will wear that with but I'm definitely catching that $1200 dollars or not <laughs> and we get Bobby Lashley Making his entrance, we go to break. Slightly different entrance, though. He's on a pet store right now. Like, a lot of darkness in the beginning of his entrance. New stuff, I'm feeling it. Anyways, Bobby Lashley versus Cedric Alexander. Pretty good match. I said that Bobby was going to squash him, but it wasn't a squash match. Good that he squash matches, as I already said earlier. Uh, it was Alexander put up a reasonable amount of offense. And MVP and almost came out. MVP was, you know, trying to run that, but Lashley verbally. 
but Bobby was able to you know overcome beat beat Alexander put him in the headlock and make Alexander tap out and that was the end of that a backstage leave Morgan is getting ready for an interview. We go to break. We come back. She said she doesn't think Rhea Ripley is really disappointing in her, but she's going to prove her wrong regardless. Now Reggie and our truth are walking backstage. You know Reggie is sad because you know he had it all, the title, the girl, and everything, and he blew it. Truth says he knows how it feels because he lost the love of his life which is 24-7 championship and says 90% of divorces ends in separation okay something feels wrong something's wrong I can feel it <laughs> and then Reggie reveals you know that he didn't get a prenup now a prenup for those of you who may not know is um, an agreement a document how I define it that you sign before you get married so that you know in the case of a divorce you won't have to you know split your belongings was yours is yours was the other person's is the other person so it's usually recommended but i know you don't do that cause love and all that well if you want to do it you will do it if you don't want to don't i'm honestly like i've honestly been wondering why or not i want to do that all my life <laughs> anyway the and R-Truth offers his services as a divorce lawyer. Apparently, R-Truth will say he's a divorce lawyer, a squire, a joker, a jester, like... He's a lot of things. This guy, this man has a lot of skills. You know what? He is set if WWE ever releases him. He is set. And we get entrances for our main events. We go to break. We are back, and it's Oscar, Bianca Belair, and Liv Morgan versus Becky Lynch, Rhea Ripley, and Sonya Deville. And this is without a doubt the best match of the night. Lord, I enjoyed this match. It was great. It was Liv Morgan using the Oblivion. Liv Morgan using the Oblivion to, you know, beat Sonya Deville, and it was beautiful. It was great. Why the hell were the heel team all dressed in black? I mean, <laughs> Becky Lynch, Sonya Deville, and Rhea Ripley, like, they were all dressed in black. They looked like a faction on their own. <laughs> oh, God, am I? <laughs> that, that, that's pretty funny. I mean, it's pretty funny. But anyway, that's the show, Raw and Raw Ends. We rejoice in everything. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. Okay, now my thoughts. The beginning, you know, with uh, the attack on the bloodline, I legitimately enjoyed it. Honestly, I thought it was just going to be Roman Reigns. The bloodline comes, Roman Reigns says a few things, and then goes. But you know, the attack by RK Bro, it was like that was awesome. He was taking like he was taken by surprise, guys. Like wow, I was legitimately shocked. Like DC didn't see that coming anywhere. I mean, I knew they were going to encounter each other, but I just not that way. It was cool. And clearly, yeah, McIntyre is going to challenge for the unified titles somewhere down the line. Who knows when, but eventually they definitely will. It was great and it was fun. It was good. It was real good. Loved it. The interaction with Alpha Academy, Street Profits, Kevin Owens, Ezekiel. 
Mm, it was pretty okay. It was pretty okay leading to the match, and the match itself was pretty cool. Although shockingly, I honestly thought you know what happened: Street Profits versus RK Bro, and then they played the Usos music to you know distract RK Bro. I thought they were turning heel, but apparently they're not. They are simply you know more aggressive right now. I mean, I'm not against the heel RK bro. I'm, I'm all for it, but hey, WWE doesn't go that direction. Okay. Anyway, it's good after Akami got the win, and it's clear that the rivalry between Romarines and Ezekiel, the Romarines trying to uncover the truth and prove that it is a lies. So it's gonna continue. Yeah. Maybe they're the, maybe he's gonna bring in their dad Elijah. Put an end to this nonsense. Now the AJ Styles interview, pretty decent, yeah. The interaction between the peers and Senior Deville, I enjoyed it. Senior Deville has been going mad with power. <laughs> really, I was getting, <laughs> and I just, I guess I'm enjoying this heel. I'm enjoying Senior Deville as a heel to be for real, like. I hate her, and I guess that's the point. So, good, good for us. Now, Veer's latest match. Ugh. After all the months, months of build up, this is what WWE gives us. Oh, then again, Mysterious is still not around, so hell. Oh, well, um. To interview the jobber to make us more sympathetic, I guess. Thank God, because well, I guess we care a little more now. I guess, like, we're at 0.01% via one. So, as we expected, like, it was a squash squash, like, damn. Honestly, like I said before, like, I feel nothing for squash matches, like, I just feel nothing. AJ Styles vs Damian Priest, it was a pretty okay match. I loved the fact that Edge and Priest just gave up and that, you know, Finn Balor just came in to help. I legit loved it, I enjoyed it, and you know, as former members of the Bullet Club, it's good, it's really good, like, they're reliving that history right now, and yeah, there'll be great falls for uh, Edge and Damien Priest, it'll be good, it'll be great. A little talk between Cedric Alexander and MVP, yeah, they showed just how far down the card Cedric Alexander had gone, like, damn. <laughs> God, Cedric is like down there, like whoa. But like, what is the her business still together? I mean, Cedric and Shelton Benjamin at least are they still together? Who knows? If they split, who knows? Hmm. Well, yeah, it just makes me worry about his career even more. Now let's see what they got. Let's see what they got going forward. Anyway, this episode on Miss TV, the Miss was amazing. I gotta admit, like cutting, like cutting Mustafa's music, like he didn't even give a single, like just cut. So like it shows that this was planned ahead of time. And his mic not working. Damn. <laughs> uh, it was cool. The Miss is always amazing to watch and listen to. 
Austin Theory, personally, I feel has stepped up his mic game. Like he's better on the microphone right now, and he sounds even more like a sport brat. And I think that's good for him and his heel character. Although still, the United States title is not being defended. Like it's not going. To, it's not from so far has been. It's not going to be featured on you know WrestleMania Backlash. And at this point, I doubt any new matches for the pay-per-view will be announced. Well, do you know the handicap match, Austin and The Miz versus Mustafa Ali? It was okay, I guess. It was okay, I guess. <laughs> and then Tommaso Ciampa attacking Ali. The only thing I've confirmed is Ciampa is now healed. As the only thing I'll say. Hopefully, it gives an explanation for the attacks. Now, everything required around the 24-7 title, you know, the argument with dana and reggie the match with nikki ash everything was pretty okay not too bad i don't hate the 24 7 title but honestly i feel like they can step their game up but then dana brooke wants a divorce now i think the wwe has plans and i think they do have plans oh we'll see what goes on Beckelicious backstage interview. I enjoyed it. Legit good gold right there. Now several lenses appreciation. Also great. It was great. Cody was great. Sarah was great. Everything was real good. Bobby Lashley versus Cedric Alexander was exactly what we expected. More or less, Cedric got him more offense than I expected. So. Yeah, it was pretty okay. It wasn't a complete squash. It was good. It accomplished what it needed to accomplish. So, not bad. Now, Reggie and Truth talking backstage. Truth is funny, as usual. I enjoyed it. And oh, I forgot to mention. Yeah, uh, you could see Nikki S.H. sitting by herself, looking sad and whatever. Then, do drop comes and it's like... Are you done messing around now? Are you ready to win? And they all smiles and stuff. I guess in their back together being a tag team. Or whatever, who knows? Because I'll be wondering where the hell is Doudreau for a while. But now she is back. The main event was lit. It was on fire. I don't know what it's going to lead to, but I enjoyed it. Every moment of it. It was beautiful. Beauty everywhere. Overall, I enjoyed this episode of Raw. Some parts need some working on, but overall, I enjoyed it. Mm. So really, like storylines, like to an extent, were continued. Um, Ezekiel and Kevin Owens, even though it involved the six-man tag team match, yeah, the rivalry is still ongoing. The Bloodline, McIntyre, RK Bro. Yeah, the everything's still ongoing. Styles, Damien Priest, Edge, and now Finn Balor. Like the storyline developed. Via is oh, Via is here, and that's unfortunate. I think his career was thriving when he was still coming. Now we don't know what's happening with Mustafa Ali and Tommaso Ciampa, but who knows? Maybe answers next week after WrestleMania Backlash. Who knows? 
Now, the main reason Austin Theory, like, Lord knows what the future holds for Austin Theory. I mean, who he's going to defend it against, but, hell. Here, the 0-24-7 stuff is actually pretty, there's a whole story around this right now, so it's actually pretty okay now. The whole Bobby Lashley on Mars MVP team. Cool, 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 cool. And as for the rest of the women's locker room on Raw, wonderful. Honestly, I see an A. An A, an A, not an A plus, but an A. If you raw deserve this, like they have done so well right now. Like you just can't hate them. You just can't hate them. So anyway, that's will be my thought. This has been reviews now. My name is Master Ben. This is Wrestle Now. Thank you for listening to me. God bless and please have a nice day. Thank you.